0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Hello and welcome to Intruder Theatre in the Making podcast, episode 36. I'm your host Remy Rahuba and thank you so much for tuning in. Now in the previous episode, episode 35, I talked about Vault Festival and in this episode I'd like to focus on my two final performances that were in Bedford, the Place Theatre in London, Camden People's Theatre, I'd like to talk about what's going to happen next also reflect a little bit so I think it's going to be quite a nice and reflective episode so let's kick off so after Vault Festival that was the end of January my next performance was to be in Bedford the Place Theatre Uh, Bedford is a town about one hour and a half from London by train I have been discussing well performing over there um, with the team, with Alex. That was since 2019. I've heard great things about the theatre, especially the Polish community, so I really wanted to uh, present my piece over there. We resumed conversations last November and talked about doing an English language performance. Um, And that was planned for as I said, the 11th of February. Mm, I was quite pleased with the fact that it was quite uh, quick after my uh, vault festival performances, so I didn't have to wait quite a long time. I went over there on Friday and came back on a Sunday and it was great to go over there one day before my performances. And I really wanted to avoid doing my technical run on the same day when I'm performing. Um, because I've already learned that when I do my technical run um, the same day when I'm performing, I'm actually very, very tired. And in order to avoid it, I asked Alex, who runs the theatre, if I could come, uh, one day before, and he was fine with that. So I came on a Friday in the morning. I met Alex and Lissy who is in charge of the social media. Lovely people. I met some other volunteers, and I did my tech. It took about four or five hours. We didn't have to rush. Uh, we took our time. It was really, really... Um, practical, useful, um, chilled technical rehearsal, um their technician was great I thoroughly enjoyed uh, just doing it, not rushing and, you know, remembering that I've got a performance later on that day, which I didn't but normally that was the case Um, One of the things that I really enjoyed about the theatre was their community approach I mean, their community in Bedford is so um, heavily engaged in the theatre I absolutely loved it. Uh, They don't run performances every night uh, but they present, showcase uh, performances that they like and they want their audiences to see. There was actually quite a few performances from the French from Summer Hall last year, which was great. There are amazing volunteers, uh, people who do box office, who do front of house, who provide accommodation, I was saying, um, in a flat, um, Uh, With Paul, who is one of the volunteers, a lovely guy, an ex-teacher, retired, who is in love with Shakespeare, Uh, I felt like I was staying in a library because there were so many plays by Shakespeare, different versions. Uh, we talked uh, about it. I absolutely loved staying in, in, in Paul's place, and just the whole idea of a theatre and the community was incredible. Um, so then, on Saturday morning, I met with one of the younger artists, who is Polish, um, and we talked about my project and Um, I talked about how I worked on Intruder and I always love meetings like that because I love to share and maybe encourage others and, you know, talk about my experiences and ask them, you know, maybe I can help them in some way uh, because I think it's important to do that. So I was really, really grateful that Alex uh, arranged uh, for us to meet. And then um, in the evening, I did my performance. Um, there were quite a lot of people, fifty-three people in the audience, which was, I think, the highest number of uh, people in the audience in the UK. Uh, it, in Poland and Warsaw, um, I think there were sixty people uh, during one performance. Uh, but it was, it was, yeah, fifty-three, quite, uh, quite a lot, and. Was also because of one organization, Polish organization, that. Spread the Word, um, Polish-British Integration Centre, um, and there was a lady that helps, uh, well, helped Spread the Word, uh, Margot Brady, and actually the whole organisation came, I think it was 30 people, uh, so it was really, really great to have them in the audience, uh, and yes, hear the laughter, uh, and I'm very, very grateful that they did come along, because it was also because of them, that numbers increased. Uh, it was an interesting performance, and I'm going to talk about it now, because there was a couple of things that happened during that performance that I never experienced before. So um, it was mainly about the row uh, one and row two. There was a group of people. I think people maybe be friends or colleagues from someone from the integration center. They might have brought someone there. So there was one piece in the play where I speak Polish and I get closer to the audience and I talk about something. And one moment when I started speaking in Polish, the gentleman started replying back to me which was quite interesting because I've never had anyone who would speak to me during my performance and they were <laughs> engaging with me, which was quite interesting. Uh, the other thing was also the same group of people. Um, they, I think after maybe 10 or 15 minutes, they took out a bottle of wine and they started Pouring the wine into glasses and just, you know, saying cheers and stuff like that. That was was another thing that I never saw coming. And the final thing was, I think it was after 20 minutes, another gentleman from that group, he took out his mobile phone and he started filming me. And I, at the very beginning of the play, I say, mobile phones off. And then normally people put their phones away. And that was the case. But he took it out 20 minutes later. And, uh, and then he started filming me. And it wasn't for five minutes. It took, I think, about, Um, 20 minutes, at least 20 minutes, maybe 25, and I was very distracted by the whole thing because it was in the second row the camera was there the phone was there and I'm doing my play thinking you know, my interior monologue kicks in, like, okay why is he doing it, what is he doing is he filming, is he not filming should I tell him, should I do something about it can people see it, can front of house do something about it there were so many thoughts going on in my head, and on top of it, I'm doing my play, and the intruder is so dynamic, it's so quick, that I'm running around, and then every time I come to the center of the stage, because the intruder, most of the time, I'm standing in the middle, I'm saying these lines, and then on top of that, these thoughts are coming into my head. Of course, I fluffed my lines a couple of times, which... By that time, well, by this time, rarely happens. But because I was just looking at him, well, not looking at him, but, but like b- with my peripheral vision, I can see someone is filming. It was extremely, extremely uh, disruptive. That took, as I said, at least 20 minutes. Um, I think it was 25, but maybe it was shorter. And someone could have said Rami, maybe it was shorter, but it seemed like it was forever. Uh, I didn't react to it meaning I didn't do much until the very last moment in the play about three or um, four minutes before I finished there was a section in the play where I addressed the audience and I used my hand to do something Um, and at that moment I started pointing at that person and that made him very uncomfortable because he left. And then I finished four minutes later. And then after the play, people were very nice. They waited, uh, people from the the Polish-British Integration Center, and I saw that he was with some of the people from the center. So I came to him and I said, you know, you can't film people during their performance. And he said, I wasn't filming, and I said, well, I don't know what you were doing, but it looked like you were filming. And then he said, oh, I deleted it. Well, of course, so he was filming something. And I just said, you know what, for the future, please remember that it's very distracting and disruptive to any performer uh, when they are doing a show and someone is filming them. That, That shouldn't really be happening. And that was, that was really it. Um, other people came. They were very, very uh, positive about the show. They really liked it. A colleague of mine came and, which was great. We had a reviewer in. They wrote a wonderful review. So yes, I, I thoroughly enjoyed, uh, performing there and just the whole, uh, idea behind the theatre and the community. And uh, I left on Sunday, mm, and definitely when I reflect on my performances there, um, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I would go over there again. I wouldn't mind working with them again on another project. Actually, Alex suggested that if there was anything else we could work on, he would be very much interested in it. Uh, but yes, that spirit, that communal spirit was was incredible, amazing, and I think that um, for any performers or artists um, if there was a local theater or uh, you know a theater that you would like to go to or approach, go do it, uh, write to them because um, it's it's a thrill uh, to go there. people are so warm um I've experienced that they want you to to be there they were very happy that you come they want to see your show. Uh, I absolutely loved it. I didn't experience it in here well it, it, London is it, it's a different ball game to be quite honest but uh, Bedford the place theater uh you know what? Uh, if I were you, and you are, if you were a theatre maker, I would uh, get in touch with them. So then, it was Bedford. I came back um, elated, and my next performance was to take place at Camden People's Theatre uh, on the fifteenth of March. Now, interesting trivia. Uh, as I might have mentioned before, I was to take part in the Sprint Festival. Sprint Festival, um different from The Fringe, different from Vault Festival. Sprint Festival is only organised by Camden People's Theatre, their own festival for unusual plays or so, intruder there it is. It's, it's, it's very unusual. And um, part of the festival I was to perform with another show. So I was to my show with another show kind of like a buddy show that's what they do which i think is it's interesting and exciting and i actually didn't know who my buddy show was until um january it was actually quite interesting because i went to mm, manchester to my friend's birthday alice alice robinson alice and mark her partner they run a theater company theater workshops it's called performers playground for people who are into clowning buffon, and we had a dance and their friends came and um, I met Susie and Uh, Susie is Alice's friend who I'd met I think 2016 because they worked on the show and uh, now in January we had a conversation with Susie was like oh Remy what you up to and I talked about intruder and she said oh I've heard about it and where are you performing next and I said oh at Sprint Festival and she says oh I'm performing at Sprint Festival too and then long story short We found out that we are buddy shows, that Susie is performing her show at 7.30 and I'm following after her at 9 on the 15th of March. I think that was... And then from that moment on, we started talking about our shows, promoting it, doing cross promotions on Twitter, Instagram, sharing experience, uh, because Susie hadn't performed her show before. It was her first performance ever of that show. So I was helping her with any issues or questions uh, she might have had um, because I had been doing my show since August so maybe I knew more about certain things but I still don't know a lot of things but I could share my experience or maybe tell it to email someone asking for a review or things like that. It was very enjoyable process, to be quite honest. And as I said, we did cross promotions on on Twitter as well and selling tickets together. And then two days before our performances, I think on the 13th of March, well, I don't know whether I was not aware of it, but then we had a conversation with Susie and said, wow, there was a train strike on the 15th of March. So, well, maybe we could email the theatre and ask them to reschedule our performances. So I emailed the theatre on behalf of both of us, and I asked, and the team was very understanding, and they said, yes, of course, we would love to reschedule because nobody was going to come to the performances in London when there is a train strike uh, nobody really uh, goes anywhere because it's very very hard to get anywhere and especially at night you know my show would have finished at 10 p.m. so well barely you can't get home and even I had emails from people telling me that they wouldn't be able to come because there was a train strike so that was that was it and they rescheduled uh, my performance um, for the 14th of April. Now when they rescheduled us it was on two separate nights because they had other plays uh, in April so it was like a top-up and my play was at 9 p.m. on the 14th of April and Susie's was a day before because they couldn't uh, put them together, which was fine. It was it was um different doing it in April. Why? Because uh, up to the 15th of March, I had been promoting the show and I had been rehearsing and going through lines. And then when we had to reschedule, I had to stop. Then I went away uh, for two weeks uh, on holiday, which had been planned. And then when I came back in April, It was back again, so going through lines again, uh, promoting it again, and doing things from scratch. Um, We also need to remember that there was a two-month break between my performance in Bedford and then Camden People's Theatre. That was quite a long time, and, and actually before my performances at Camden People's Theatre, I realized that I had forgotten quite a few things and lines, so it was good for me to brush them up. But yes, again I needed to go back into rehearsals. Um, My performance went well. I was quite pleased. Uh, I had my technical rehearsal that day. It was three hours and a half. There was nothing that could have been done uh, because they were so busy up there. I was a little bit worried that it would take quite a long time. Uh, Three hours and a half, not, not, um, not a lot of time, but they had an amazing technician. Amazing. She was amazing. We did it in three hours and a half. I did my music cues, lighting. I did my show. And we were done um and yes uh which also makes me think that well if someone knows the venue and they did know the venue not like you know other technicians the other technicians were great as well but here it was so swift it was so smooth uh i couldn't believe it Um, three hours and a half you know, everything's ready. Um, I didn't have a lot of people in the audience. It was only 13 people, um, friends, colleagues, um, one casting director came, but I had a great feedback after, which was great. And it was a thrill, a delight to perform at Camden People's Theatre. I went to see Susie's show, a beautiful show, uh, the day before, and I highly recommend it if it's in London um, at some point. A Lentful of Memories, that's what it is. Um, And that was my final performance um, at Camden People's Theatre. Uh, Now, reflecting on the whole journey uh, of Intruder, uh, it's been now, well, nearly, what, nine months uh, since I started performing it. Um, in August last year. Well, we went into rehearsals in July, so it's like 10 months. It's It's been an incredible journey um, since 2009. I think one of the most enjoyable moments, um, maybe my biggest moments and one of the things that I'm really, really proud of is the fact that I premiered it uh, at summer hall at the fringe that's what i've always wanted i at some point lost hope that i would ever do it but then as i always said the universe has a different plan for you uh and you never know what you're gonna get as you know a quote from uh forrest gump uh, life is like a box of chocolates and um, and I really, really uh, enjoyed the fact that my mum and dad came to Edinburgh and they were there on the 4th of August, 2022. Uh, yes, that was a big moment for me and I'm very proud that it happened. Um, and then that my friends and colleagues saw it in Scotland and even in Warsaw, um, that I presented it in various theatres here in London, Theatre 503. Uh, and I remember emailing them back in 2010, what was I thinking and he you know here I go. Uh twelve years later i I performed there. And then Camden People's Theatre Vault Festival and uh uh the award that we received, um Vault Festival Summer Hall Award and uh being picked up um or recommended by Evening Standard, but also the whole journey of intruder and meeting so many amazing people, working with amazing people and artists and um and and seeing how it all works uh, from that production point of view, social media, which isn't my favorite, to be quite honest. That's one of the things I'm still learning how to enjoy. Mm, um, but uh, just, yeah, many, many things, uh, performing, different things, different venues, having conversations about it. And people being very nice to me i i i i i can't say that uh you know that i've not been lucky i have been very very lucky that so many amazing things happened to intrude there and are still happening i don't know where we're gonna go but i do have a feeling that we're gonna go somewhere in other places and i will be able to um Share intruder intrus uh, with maybe Polish audiences, maybe some audiences abroad. But it's been an incredible journey for me as a human being, but also as an artist and a person uh, who writes and performs. Uh, yes, wonderful experience. Maybe two things that I wasn't aware of. I think one of the things that I wasn't aware of. Um, before I embarked on the journey was, um, uh, you know, two different language versions of the show, English and Polish. I think I thought that, oh, it's going to be easy peasy uh, doing it. Uh, Well, in Edinburgh, it it wasn't that difficult because I was in that, mm, how to say it, in that bubble, French bubble of performances and every night I performed the play. So that was quite straightforward. It was English-Polish, English-Polish, but then when I stopped and then I had a break, let's say two months, that I needed to brush up on my Polish and then there was another uh, break of let's say three or four weeks and another Polish language performance uh, and then English language performance And that took me a little bit of time to actually remember my lines, brush them up because I wasn't in that constant uh, bubble of performances. That was quite something. Now, had someone told me about it before, I probably would have said, you know what, I'm not going to do English and Polish language performances. But because I did that... I am very proud of the fact that I actually did two language versions of the play. Because I've not heard of anyone who does two language versions of a play. Normally you see subtitles. And now you can tell me, Remy, we're doing Polish or Remy, we're doing English. I can do that. But I didn't know that at some point it would have been difficult. Um, especially after the Fringe. And another thing that I found slightly difficult was um, breaks in performances. As I just said, when I was at the Fringe, I was doing, well, I did 30 performances in a row. And then when I finished performing in Edinburgh, there was a two-month break, a Polish performance, a month break, Polish performance, uh, two weeks, English language performance, a month and a half, English language performance. So I found that difficult that I then needed to get myself together and then rehearse the play and do my internal rehearsal, go through lines. And yes, um, that that is interesting because I never knew that it would be like that. Um, maybe when I was uh, originally planning the tour, it the tour would have been more compact, meaning that, you know, the performances would be one after the other. Now I'm used to it uh, and I know what it looks like, but um, talking about things, how it was um, to begin with and what I needed to learn is another. So probably um, these two things are things that I found at the beginning, because I'm now used to them, challenging maybe a little bit and difficult. Uh, and something I never saw coming back in 2020. Uh, but I'm grateful for everything that happened. Uh, it's been an incredible journey for me, as I said. And yes, I never saw so many wonderful things happen. And all these shortlists and awards incredible. Um, As I said, um, I don't know what's going to happen now. I am in conversation with different venues and theatres and I email people, but nothing is uh, planned. Uh, Nothing is in the pipeline. So maybe in 2024, maybe the end of 2023. uh, Let's see. Uh, I I can't uh, say anything for certain at the moment. Now, definitely one thing that I know is going to happen is my court case that's happening on the 15th of May. Uh, as you might remember, I talked about um, going to court um, regarding my co producer and uh, the case is going to take place uh, on the 15th of May in Bristol. But um, Let's see what happens, whether I will be able to even talk about it. I have no idea. Uh, um, Hopefully, I can share some info and what actually happened when it all finishes because it's been going on since August of last year. So, until then, I don't know when it's going to be. Um, stay well, stay safe, enjoy the sunshine, beautiful weather today, beginning of May, and I'll speak to you when I'll speak to you. Bye for now.